0: I felt when COVID hit, it sort of seemed like everything was at a standstill. Our industry, like as a real estate industry, plummeted and everything just sort of froze. um, And we all sort of sat back and watched and waited what was going to happen. And then as soon as COVID sort of was um, getting better, then everyone started sort of jumping back in. But everyone wanted to see what it was sort of going to do to our industry. Um, But I find the town is buzzing now a lot more than what it was, um, which is positive.
1: The real estate industry can be a tough one. Taria Barnes has experienced that. She's been in the industry for over 10 years. Most recently, the principal of Gold City Realty. Taria has gone from strength to strength. In this episode, Taria talks about embedding herself in the community and the challenges and triumphs of life in Charters Towers. This episode of Brave was recorded and produced across the lands of the Gujal, Bindal and Woogaroogaba people. The Community Information Centre acknowledges and pays respect to the traditional owners of this country. Let's start with where you're growing up. Like, where did you grow up?
0: Um, So, I actually was born in Victoria, and my parents moved here because of my dad's work. So, he was an ambulance officer. So, we got transferred to Charters Towers, and um, we were quite young. I was about seven at the time. And, um, yeah, so basically I felt like I grew up in Charters Towers, really.
1: And your dad continued through the ambulance service his whole career?
0: Yeah, pretty much. Um, He retired from the ambulance after about, I think, 40 years of service. Wow. And then um, went into the council for, I think, the last five years of his working life. Yeah, so we've been here ever since, really.
1: Yeah. And never an urge to leave or?
0: I did leave once graduation happened, as every, you know, high school Person does, does here. Yeah, they, they want to fly the coop. <laughs> they do. They leave trying to find out the big cities. And I did travel around for a while. Um, met my husband, and then we settled down near his work um, in Rockhampton. Um, but then I had my second child, and uh, he was working away anyway. So we decided to come back to Charters Towers,
1: and he would do the commute to work and back. So, what made you want, like, apart from your parents yep. living here, was that the main reason for you to come back to Charters Towers?
0: Um, no, to be honest, as a teenager, I always wanted to get out and go and see a bigger city and see what was better than Charters Towers. But as a parent, raising a child here, I don't think you can get better. We did live in Townsville for a period of time, but I felt like there was no real community um, there. You, didn't, you sort of never met the same person twice. We're in a town like this, you walk past in the supermarket and you say hello to the mothers from Mothers Group and, you know, the mothers from Swimming Club and the mothers at the schools and, and you sort of have that community group where you feel.
1: Like it's not just, you know, it's sort of like your village as such. Yeah, I totally get that because when we were here last week walking through the streets of Charter's Towers, it was so lovely watching everybody just say hi to everybody. Like they hadn't seen them for ages, but you knew they'd only seen each other the day before or, or, you know, and the, the feeling of community walking through the streets and the feeling of feeling safe that everyone in the streets knew each other was just a really nice feeling. I actually was watching the same thing last
0: week, driving down the main street and watching everyone sort of wave to people driving past and, you know, everyone communicating in groups and and other groups stopping to talk to other groups. And it really is – everyone knows everyone. Um, And, yeah, and then you get introduced to people that you don't know and you're like, oh, there's some new people to meet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I walked through the streets on Saturday with my family. And the amount of people who were happy to stop and talk to my children, yep. um, it was amazing and my kids loved it and then going in and out of the shops and wanting to talk to the shop owners about yep. like their stories and they all took the time to sit and talk to my children, it was lovely.
0: Yeah, yeah, everyone is kind I find, yeah and yeah. it's just that really small network of people that yeah I don't know I just find it more comforting to be in a smaller town than the cities yeah
1: why real estate what makes you love real estate because it's I believe it's a cutthroat industry and it it can be very (laughs) tough and especially in rentals you're the meat in the sandwich like you've got to have the best interest of the landlord but then also look after your tenant
0: yes yeah so
1: why real estate for you um
0: to be honest I I sort of fell into it in Melbourne just changing I was actually a nanny for um my career and then I changed into real estate just um went into it and I just love it I don't know it's just um property management is all about fixing problems and I guess women are really good at that like we're fixers so um and I just think that it keeps you on your toes every day is different you don't ever have the same day twice um and I really think the industry if you are honest and um yeah just yeah sort of uh, I don't know just really um what's
1: the word just I suppose you're gonna have to be on all the time but like walking in with you here today like you, you know you're fielding phone calls left right and center and people think you're on call 24 7 so it's not a job where it's just a nine till five Monday to Friday is it?
0: No, I don't don't feel that. Some people do run it like that. And I guess that's where they don't have as much success. Um, It really is like you've got to be fully involved all day, every day. Um, I am literally on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week, just in case, you know, um, a tenant has a stove malfunction or anything like that. Or if they have a broken water main out the front of their property, I'm who they call. So, um, but I don't mind it because I love the industry. So, Um, you know, fielding someone's two minute phone call about a broken oven um, is really not that big of a deal to me, I guess. But Mm. some people do like the, you know, stop at five o'clock, but I tend to thrive on, I don't know, everything that's going on. Yeah. And, and fixing everyone's, I don't know. I just find so much satisfaction out of that. Yeah.
1: Who else were your mentors in that space?
0: Um, I'd have to take, send credit to Lindsay Clark. So she is, um, she's been in the industry about 30 years and she definitely has the experience and she's just such a kind soul to hand on. So in our industry, people tend to hold on to their knowledge um, and she just loves to share her knowledge with everyone um, that asks
1: for it. So career wise, what have you done within your career when you were in Rockhampton to now Charters Towers?
0: Um, So I was one of the senior property managers of staff at a very big agency. I actually got sold to another agency with a rent roll purchase and went over to another agency to sort of settle that sale down for 12 months. Um, so I learned a lot in that period of time of, um, I guess the inner workings of a real estate agency. Um, I went back to the original business. So yeah. And then I, when I moved to Towers I was actually working for him remotely, um, just basically training staff in his back end and helping him seeing he lost I think two full-time staff members at that stage um, and he just needed some experience in the chair yeah so I was doing that from Charters Towers um, and then sort of he was looking at um, a rent roll that went up for sale in our local town and thought well you're in Charters Towers Uh, maybe you could manage that for me and that's when I sort of yeah decided that maybe I should be backing myself here a little bit and um, going out on my own and, and maybe starting something that I always dreamed of starting eventually, but just, yeah, and I felt like the time was right. What was that process like? It was overwhelming. <laughs> it was a big <laughs> process. Um, yeah, it, do, it basically took me a lot of time to research and then Um, I didn't know that whether it would have legs in this town because we have so many big competitors in this town. So I was thinking, oh, I'm coming in as the little guy and not sure whether I'll be able to hold my own. Um, But really, it just took genuine high quality service to stand out amongst the big guys, really. Like people do like that small boutique-y style. Um, So I sort of had my own niche in the market. I didn't need to be big and flashy um, like my competitors to fit in. Um, and I felt like some of our competitors are aging as well. So I'm sort of the young, fresh face in the industry here, I guess, um, in Charters Towers. And it was, um, yeah, it it took me a while to get up off the ground and to get everything settled and to get everything in place. Yeah, it took, took a lot, but I do have other people in the background that have been there and done it before that do help me when I have a question or two. And it does help that my brother is in IT, um, which means he set me up. IT wise from the ground and he was just brilliant. I don't think I'd ever do it without him. Um, Yeah. So that helped a lot.
1: So what would you think would be your biggest lessons learned in setting up your new business
0: Um, in a regional
1: town too?
0: Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think just the setup, like um, no one tells you the structure's you know, that you need or, you know, what step is next. And and that was such a massive learning curve of just the inner workings of the business, not necessarily real estate, but any business to set up any business, all the tickets you need and the insurances you need to have in place and and what you do when you have staff and, and things like that. It really is, you know, learn as you go and you just need, I guess, the right advice from the right people. Um, but that was a huge learning curve because I still learn now every day. I'm still learning as we I go. never stop learning, do you Yeah, we? that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. I
1: think and if you have the attitude of you, you've you learnt, like you don't need to learn anymore, then you're setting yourself up for failure, aren't you?
0: Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, I think you learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah still continue to, you know, um, yeah, overcome challenges every day yeah. for business. Yeah, Yeah.
1: So Gold City Realty yeah. is the name of your business. Yeah. How did you come up with the name? Um, I wanted
0: something hyper-local. Um, Gold City is obviously charter Stowers, And, And um, I just wanted people because a lot of people didn't know who I am, but my family had roots here. So I wanted people to know that, yes, I did get raised here. I went through all of my schooling life here and now I've come back to raise my children here. So I am very hyper-local. Um, and I wanted that to be reflected in the name. I didn't want it to be some big brand from outer cities coming in um, pretending to be sort of something that I'm not um, when I really wanted to let them know that I'm all about the service, I'm all about local, I'm all about small business. And yeah, so I think the name worked well because, itself, yeah. yeah, because it's sort of tied in with the, the name of the town. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So how long has your business been operating for now?
0: Um, since October 2019. Yeah. <laughs> so do you do sales and rentals? We do. We do sales, rentals, um, residential and commercial. So you've dipped your toe
1: in all
0: of them. For the prize. Which
1: what is that like? Because you're yeah, you now have to be across four different types of markets.
0: Yeah, I find they all sort of intertwine anyway. Um, like commercial, you know, you have some owners that are commercial owners and residential owners. So it really does help out. And And then you have the owners that are you know, have tenanted properties that want to sell. So it all sort of intertwines anyway. Um yeah, and that's why I feel that and that to be honest, our because our town is so small, we don't have a lot of options with those type of services being available. So I made myself available for those services so that people had a choice. Um, I think there's only two of the agencies here do commercial. Um, yeah. And they don't technically advertise that they do either. So I felt like coming out and advertising the fact that I do do commercial as well.
1: So last year you got asked to throw your hat in the ring and take on a really important <laughs> position for Charters Towers Chambers.
0: Yes. Yes, I
1: did get asked <laughs> to um, be president of the
0: Charters Chamber of Commerce and Mines. Um, it was asked because I was, uh, I guess, one of the younger faces in the room and a lot of our committee was ageing and they'd been in, you know, the committee for the last seven to ten years um, and they felt like they needed a younger generation business owner to come in and sort of showcase what sort of they know and what they want from the chamber in nowadays. So what does the Charters Towers, Chambers look like? What support do they provide for the businesses? Um, So we basically rally and work on behalf of all local businesses. We tend to showcase what's on offer for local businesses, so grants, workshops, um, training days, all of the government departments that come and visit. Um, So we just basically send out information in relation to everything and it depends on what industry you're in as to whether you feel it's relevant.
1: And how many are involved? Um, There's about five like full like
0: you know committee members that do work all the time and then we have like um other committee members that work on like different events and stuff so when events come up they just sort of take the reins on those and
1: yeah yeah what if someone in the community here wants to join chambers do they have to have a business or be business minded
0: no no you don't you can just be a general you know member of the public to join chamber to be honest I feel like chamber is just an avenue to find out what's going on um, because now that we don't have the local newspaper as well um, all the information gets fed through our chamber of commerce to go out to local businesses um, so a lot of governing bodies that come to town come to us so that they can facilitate to the local business community so we we usually know what's going going on before
1: it everyone else does yeah. yeah speaking of the local newspaper when we were here last week um and we walked around the town it was mentioned to us quite a few times about how much the locals were missing the local newspaper and then not being around just for the simple things of not getting funeral notices or yeah. um those little insignificant things that may seem insignificant but now that it's gone that how much that connected and informed Your community and that they were really missing that you are right we have an aging demographic here and they all miss the paper because that's how
0: they find out their information so our community would i feel would take it with open arms if they were to open another paper Um, but we just hope we do get our paper back because yeah we do miss it Yeah. yeah yep
1: what's it like being a business owner and raising children (laughs) <laughs> hectic
0: it can get hectic because you, know. you said
1: your husband works away he does
0: he works away so um it can get a little bit overwhelming at times I have two small children as well they're only four and oh, well, five and four now so um yeah it does get a little hectic at times and as a business owner you always work more hours <laughs> than, yep, um, than yeah, ever getting you know in a normal you know nine to five job yeah you always just go in when you need to yep. yeah
1: what are your juggling trips juggle what are your juggling tricks uh,
0: online shopping, <laughs> online <laughs> delivery of groceries works for me very well. Um, yeah, just having a village. So my family do help out, my parents do babysit. Um, so that is very handy. Um, but yeah, just all in all, just uh, trying to be as organised as possible, you know, washing down, groceries in the fridge, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, but so you can get groceries delivered.
0: Yes, you can in Charter Stowers. Mm. Yeah, sure That's can. awesome. Yeah, yeah. Anything delivered and um, usually even for my business, I get things couriered in. So if I desperately need, uh, recently I bought a blind for my shop and uh, at, in Charter Stowers, we don't sell blinds. Um, so we got them from Townsville and we got them couriered in by our local courier. So um, you still can get things that aren't available in Charter Towers, and the couriers are more than reasonable in pricing. It doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Um, and we find it works really well. So even if it's not available in our town, it, Townsville's only a short distance away and couriers go there every day.
1: So, yeah. Have you seen an increase in shops opening in Charters Towers in the last 12 months? Uh, we had a lot of clothes and then
0: we had a lot of new ones open. Yeah, so it was sort of like, yeah, a few clothes, which was sad to see. Some of those were really longstanding businesses that decided to move elsewhere or do other things. Because of COVID? A lot of them, yeah, were COVID affected, yeah. And a lot of them just, um, I guess, yeah, I don't know, they just closed down. Yeah, a lot of them didn't get the business so they just closed down and felt it wasn't viable. Yeah, um, But then a lot of new businesses come to town and feel like they are viable. So um, we're happy to see that, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they're all doing really well. Everyone says they're busy. Everyone says that. Oh, we're so busy, yeah, which yeah. is great.
1: Driving through the town and walking through the town, it just feels like a buzz. Yes. It yep. feels very buzzy and very upbeat. Has there been a shift in that in the last 12 months? Because I spoke to someone last week who said 12 months ago it the vibe wasn't there, but now it just feels alive.
0: Yeah, well, I felt when COVID hit, everyone sort of, everything was at a standstill, you know, um, because you couldn't get things freighted in as well. It sort of seemed like everything was at a standstill. Um, Our industry, like as a real estate industry, plummeted and everything just sort of froze. um, And we all sort of sat back and watched and waited what was going to happen. And then as soon as COVID sort of um, things got brought out where everything was Um, getting better, then everyone started sort of jumping back into the real estate industry and buying and renting and moving and everything like that. But everyone wanted to see what it was sort of going to do to our industry um but I find the town is buzzing now a lot more than what it was um which is positive and I feel like because everyone's traveling in Australia rather than going overseas so I think everything you know that's nice to see everyone traveling and seeing our own country though yeah it is nice
1: it is nice
0: we have you know our tourist season I think started early and we've just got caravans everywhere in town at the moment and all the parks are booked out and in weeks in advance
1: and things like that which is great um with COVID, and then when you had to go into lockdown, yeah, um, and real estates weren't allowed to continue having open homes or people going into homes, those owners are obviously selling for a reason. Yep. What did that look like?
0: Uh, it was a little bit difficult to navigate, but to be honest, um, like all other businesses, we came up with alternates. Um, you know, like cafes started doing drive-throughs we did virtuals. So we did, um, tenants did their own routines via Skype and we recorded it as a video to send to our owners, people that wanted to do, um, visits to properties and we couldn't take them. I would then go to the property, video, the property, send the video to the, to the buyer, and then we would send it like that. So it would almost be virtual tours. Um, To be honest, our small regional town, we don't normally hold open homes um, because we just don't have the over-massive demand of 50 people wanting to view a home Mm. in one day. Um, But, yeah, tenants were really on board with us changing the way we normally do things and um, to accommodate them. The worst bit was probably trades when we had issues with, you know, plumbing or electrical and trying to get tradies into properties to help people with their problems and um, all the COVID things. So we sent out all the restricted have you been unwell? Let us know the trades are going to access this particular time to fix your stove and um, we obviously want to know the trades well as well as well as the tenant inside and things like that. Um, so that was all allowed because it's all um, emergency maintenance, yeah. yeah, essential maintenance that needed to be conducted anyway but our routine inspections, um, as they're essential, they still need to be done to a certain degree. So we were happy with doing, you know, walk-around Zoom calls showing us their house virtually um, and that kept the distance, Yeah.
1: Mm. The housing market here in Charters Towers is booming. Yeah, it is at the moment. Which is causing a housing shortage, isn't it? It is, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Where's the light at the end of the tunnel?
0: Um, Well, to be honest, we've got massive commercial developments happening out on New Queen and we've just had Mendy, you know, purchase up a big block of land to cut up into a subdivision and, and sell off, you know, parcels of land and um, possible house packages, I'm not sure, but Um, we feel that hopefully we have more developers like that come to our town. We've got small local developments happening with unit complexes and things like that. So we're hoping more of those start popping up to help with our housing shortage. Our rentals are where it's short. Yeah. Most people, um, I guess that's where we're pushing our sales as well because most people can't rent. So they choose to buy. Um, and then yeah, sales are going sort of quite quickly. Um, but we're still waiting on the market to sort of get back to that boom you know time i think it was around 2008 2010 where you know we had really great prices um so we're hoping it goes keeps going up and up and we sort of yeah come back to that days why
1: do you think there's a housing shortage here now all of a sudden do do you think that's because of covid or do you think there's other um layers as well like there's a lot of projects going on out this way isn't there or a lot of projects in the pipeline
0: Yeah, there's a lot of big projects surrounding our region. So, um, you know, Singapore Army, Adani, um, the Pipeline Project, you know, all those surrounding, they do affect our town because we're the, I guess, the major hub for families because we have the schools, everything surrounding us, those people have to live and send their children, you know, to, to our town. They shop in our town and they come to our town for you know, essentials and things like that. So even though they're not direct you know um, developments for Charters Towers as such it's still flow and effect for us so I guess that's good but we've got um, I think they put out a tender for an abattoir which you know I'm not sure whether that got taken up or not but you know looking forward to seeing if it does and there's a lot few more projects agriculture wise that I'm not sure about but um, hopefully they go ahead like the um, Big Rocks Weir and things like that yeah they're all great for the community and that even though it's not Charters Towers, it still affects
1: us. Yeah, yeah, it's surrounding, isn't yeah. it? Sounds like there's lots happening here. Um, so, thank you for your time. Well, oh, that's okay,
0: not a problem. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.
1: Brave is jointly funded by the Commonwealth and Queensland governments under the Disaster Recovery Funding Arrangements. This podcast is produced by Damien Lawarden.